What are we gonna do? Wait, I see it. We got two options. One, we take the easy way out. It's quick, painless. No, no, I don't like option one. Option two. episode 132. I am joined by a special guest tonight who joined Joseph and I for our episode one review, right, of Correct. The Last of Us. But uh, I hadn't watched it yet. And he hadn't watched it yet, but it still worked out really well. We had a really good conversation, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought um, so, too. Joseph has uh, turned incredibly sour towards the show, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm still pretty, like, I would say slightly above neutral because uh, again I think there's a lot of stuff that's really solid about this and most of the things I hate are because I'm really biased towards the game oh for sure that's yeah. just where I'm at I've told every I tell everybody at the beginning of every episode oh by the way this is this is uh, Momo Gators also known as Justin also known as Papa Smurf um, that's me and probably a million other things uh, Joseph is moving and so this just worked out better because my schedule is insane too and I spend most of my week editing or trying to sleep <laughs> to, <laughs> to catch up on everything. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess we'll just get started. I don't know. It's sorry. This is so like <laughs> so different. Oh, um, one last thing. Just if you're whether you're listening to this on the podcast on anywhere you can find podcast feeds, or if you're uh, live listening to this on YouTube, uh, we do something here called the Value for Value system, which is essentially that you can give your time, talent, or treasure to help support the show. Uh, Your time being spending time listening to our content, liking our content, uh, just engaging with us in general, showing up for live streams, being in the troll room, um, talent. If you happen to have a specific skill and a little bit of time that you'd like to spend uh, giving that talent to the show, whether you know how to make thumbnails or you just happen to have some sort of advice uh, to help with the show, whatever whatever your talent may be, uh, we can always work that out. You can uh, find us on Discord and talk to us about that. And, of course, Treasure, if you feel so inclined, whatever you feel the value of the show is worth, you can give that in, uh, in a monetary value um, through our PayPal donation link. Uh, we will eventually have a Bitcoin link set back up, but uh, some of that got a little weird with uh, the stuff that happened with uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. So I had to delete our previous wallet, and I have to get one that is significantly more secure because it's a whole big deal with all of that. But um, that is a potential option. There are some other things that you guys would be able to do as well, but we'll go into that another time. So 
hello to all of the trolls in the troll room. <laughs> um, it's good to see all of you. I hope that you're all doing well. Uh, Jordan Strachan. Sorry if I said your last name wrong. You are new here. He said, I'm getting George Lucas vibes where there is no one else giving input other than Neil. Now we're getting his abridged version of the story with no care for how gameplay impacts a story's character. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I agree. I actually agree with that take a lot. It's, yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? It just seems like he, you know, he made the game, he had the input that he had making the game, and now he's in total control. And he's like, well, these are the things about the game I didn't like, uh -huh. but instead of trying to, like, tell a cohesive story, he's just trying to get his little points driven in and at, at the detriment of the story. Yeah. You know, so... And, um, yeah, I mean, we we Joseph and I talked about it last week, but I'm really it. I so I, I guess some people have been saying that they think Pedro Pascal's acting in this is really flat. I don't think it is, and that's I that's never been my problem. It's not even really with him. It's the way that Joel is now being written to come off significantly more soft than he ever right. was in the game. For sure. Uh, and I, I'm not into it. I, I and I don't like it because I know where it's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so I'm glad Jenna's actually here for the show because I was going to reference her. She said something last week, and she's probably said it before. But you know, in the game, Joel was a menace. Like there was, he had no weakness at all. And or in the did I say in the game? In, in the yeah. game, he had no weakness. But it's it's almost like they've done a 180 from that. He he is still able to survive he's still definitely a powerful person in this future but he's he he has weaknesses and those weaknesses are now kind of like just like flying across the screen and so when the time comes for him to get hurt and and whatnot it just was like oh, okay whereas in the game when he got hurt it was a huge deal it was yeah. a huge deal yeah and and, and so in the, uh, the only thing i would push back with that just a little bit is that he does have a weakness but his weakness is that he's so cut off like that's it, that's the whole like that's his whole journey throughout the first game yeah you know uh, what i mean true true but he didn't have hearing problems and panic attacks yeah, and yeah, you know and for sure <laughs> yeah he has and, and it, dude he has like three panic attacks in the last episode and it was like right oh, why are we doing this like yeah, I just, I, I just, I'm, I know, and here's the thing, and I've, I've told Joseph this too. I know people who like this show, like genuinely like this show. Great. Um, it, it, as far as adaptations are concerned, this is not the worst thing I've seen recently. It, um, there's, there's a whole you, plethora of terrible adaptations that have come out. Um, it's just. It's not, I I guess, is it okay for me to say, like, this just isn't my Last of Us? Yes. Like, this wasn't made I, I think for me. So. I, you know what I mean? It almost feels like this is made for people who have never played the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh, dude. Well, oh, keep going, keep going. So, I kept noticing throughout this, ep this episode, it, and I've noticed it throughout most of the show, but this episode, it seemed to kind of, like, drive it home. They keep 
they they keep in these like minor details about things that don't matter, right? Yeah. And it's not that they don't matter, but they're they're just like tiny little things that happened in the game that you could have missed, like the Starlight comics, and uh-huh. and you know a couple of the other things that they've kind of kept in that are just like kind of like nods to the game player. But then they go and they change these like fundamental story plots. And it just doesn't make sense to me how you can be like, hey, let's keep this tiny little thing in. But this big part of the story that was like really, really instrumental in how the story progresses, we're going to make a such a pivotal change to it that, you know, it we might still get there, but it's going to look different how we get there. Yeah. And they've I, I don't know if you noticed this, but they've turned they they are now. Because it, it's it's made clear in this episode, I think, even though it was it, it was obvious before, but it's like they just outright say it. They're like Ellie has anger issues, mm-hmm. and it's like they are pushing really hard to make her already the thing that she's supposed to be for what I'm assuming is going to be the next season. So until we find out for sure, I'm just going to say the next season, as in The Last of Us Part Two. The the big problem I have is I cannot see Bella Ramsey be that person neither can i dude she's she's <laughs> what five one yeah and i mean like ellie wasn't exactly big but she she was definitely at least portrayed as being more capable in the game even if some of that may not be the most realistic and it's so funny dude we we got uh we we get comments about this all the time where they're like well it's in their world it's not real it's like uh, this is a this is a common complaint that you see whenever you decide to, to to criticize a piece of media as if there aren't rules that exist in that world you know it's it's the okay so one of my favorites um <laughs> that i heard this wasn't specifically towards us but it uh it was about um the glass onion and, yep. and not that anybody in the the troll room cares but in the glass onion there's a part where one of the main characters gets shot by a 45 and a a thin journal stops the bullet from killing her yep and a lot of people complained about it um and the amount of like cope that you tend to see with these kind of things where instead of being like yeah that was a terrible idea that should have that should have killed her and just being like okay i can agree that was a mistake you know it's a simple thing Uh, i saw people saying stuff like well maybe the journal had a metal lining on the inside um what was one of the (laughs) other ones just anything like oh uh the the bullet um it, what, man what was the other one i know there were some other ones but it's stuff like that where it's like it, rules are established it's like in the last of us bullets work the same way bullets do in reality um this show is supposed to be pretty grounded for the most part at least that's the idea that they're getting across and so when people come in and they're like well it's not actually the real world and i'm like uh, right but they they live in a world that is based on our world. Right. So logic and these things still have to apply. It's like I was saying last week. Like I didn't I don't know how you felt about um the opening from last week with the the couple that was in the um the cabin. Uh, so so I think that the actor in that is a was a national treasure. Right. I think he's a fantastic <laughs> actor. Yeah. The and the scene kind of played off well, but it just felt like I don't know, kind of felt worthless. 
I was trying to figure out how that lady was as big as she was living off of deer and rabbits for yeah. 20, 20 years. But but, th- but then again, he had a deer. He had two rabbits. Who knows what? I mean, they're also <laughs> eating a lot of canned food. And maybe he's getting some hurt. Her, she likes her Chef Boyardee. Yeah, Leave her be. Maybe, maybe they have, <laughs> yeah, maybe they have a stash that nobody knows about. Um, but yeah, it's, it's some odd stuff about the show that I pick up on. I think this episode in particular was... If there was stuff there, it was a lot harder for me to recognize... Um, the the thing that still bugs me though is that this is twenty years past essentially the fall of humanity, and there's still some modern conveniences that they have. And I'm like, okay, so for instance, where is Ellie getting batteries for her her Walkman? Right. Who's who's producing these? Yeah. Who's a who? She has this thing. They she's in her their version of like Fedra gym class wearing this thing. And I'm just like, is Fedra cool? Are they just like giving her like a battery allowance to like <laughs> to keep her in line? It's just I know it's small stuff, and we as we say here all the time, nitpicks are totally fine. I think that you should be able to look at the details of something and be like, this seems off. <laughs> like why why was this choice made? Um, and so that was really one of the only ones for this episode. I think for the most part, everything else makes sense. Um, uh, there was there I had one part towards the end of the episode that kind of threw me off but i mean it was it had to happen for the episode to end yeah so um so we can just kind of kind of pick up here so you you were correct when when you said that you thought that this was going to be essentially bookended by a scene with scenes with joel and ellie um i kind of wish they hadn't done it uh especially at the end uh, I don't know if that, and you know, we'll we'll get to the end of the, what is the end of the episode essentially, but the whole thing where like at the very end they decide to hop back and forth. Like I get what they were doing with that because I think they were trying to show, um, they're trying to get across this idea that how much like Joel now or Joel means to Ellie in the way that Riley meant to Ellie. Yeah, um, and she wants to do whatever she can to like make sure that he's okay. Totally get it. I just it, it kind of was jarring to me, and then like they went back into the the flashback, and then back into the like t- to the modern um, setting. I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it was just a bit much for me at the end of that, and I'm like, I feel like you're giving up sort of the poignant moment um, of the difference between Riley and um, and Ellie at the end of the episode, which we'll get to. Right. I don't want to I don't want to get too much into it now, but it, that that was just something that kind of i was like ah, i was like i don't know how i feel about this um just from a creative decision it was maybe not my favorite and and i agree it really wasn't for me to open the episode kind of letting you know and yeah it took a minute or two to get to it but to let you know joel was alive still yeah you know because in the game you don't know he's alive until after a you know a good hour worth of gameplay when when it switches over to ellie by herself yeah because and, and yeah, yeah yeah and so i i just felt like you know, to create the suspense, to create some tension in the episode, if they had somehow kind of rearranged it a little bit to do that, it would have just seemed like it would have told a little bit of a better story. You know, like, have I didn't really mind the jumping back and forth thing. It just was like, you get two minutes of Joel and Ellie, and then, you know, 50 minutes of her and Riley back to two minutes of Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Uh, if there had been, if they had spread this out over two episodes... You know, it might have been able to just kind of like interspace with the other stuff going on a little bit better. Because mm-hmm. now we're going to get one whole hep- episode of of trying to rush through this next part of the story, which, again, you know, based on the preview, that it could or couldn't be changed. 
how how it's going to play out. So yeah, a lot, a lot of it look a lot of it look like they're going to keep the same story elements, just the people will be different. Uh, yeah, I'm not, man. I just I don't know, man. They they're getting to the point now that like with what they're doing with David and the like now, them now being a religious cult. I'm just kind of wondering what he's got planned for how they're changing the ending. Yeah, because that. And, oh, man. oh man, that was that's still one of my like shock, most shocking moments of the first game. Yeah, and I, the thing that's going to be so weird, and it's already happening. And I was talking to some people in the Discord about this uh, a couple days ago, but there's now this resurgence of people who who are like adamantly defending or have really bad takes about the first and second game and now I'm sitting here thinking what they're gonna do is because I, I, I'm trying to for the most part I haven't told I don't know if Joseph's looked into it at all but I've been trying to keep him away from like what happens mm-hmm. because I I, I want it I want it I want him to go in mostly fresh to it um, and it sucks because I actually think he probably would enjoy the story from the games a little bit more or for, yeah. me, from from the first game um he knows kind of, he knows basically what happens in the second one um but i'm wondering if we're going to start seeing like a lot of people coming out and defending the show for whatever reason now i'm wondering if they're even going to be like i i'm adamant that there's no way if they decide to change Joel's decision or like the what would you call it the um his reasoning behind what he's doing right they decide to like take that in a different direction uh i think you're going to start seeing this whole thing where people are going to be like no it was better in the game versus it wasn't and i'm like i don't know if i'm ready for this like (laughs) like i'm not ready for people to to be telling me that uh oh dude one of the worst takes that i heard this guy said um if you think that the story in the last of us 2 is bad you obviously haven't played the game he was dead serious. No idea who this guy was. It came off as if as if he was some sort of like game games journalist, and I know like troll room, you know how that tends to go. But it was very weird, and I'm like, where are these people now coming from? Right. There, I saw one recently that was like just a thumbnail that was like, is The Last of Us Two actually a masterpiece? Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that like, stuff's popping up again, man. I'm like, nope, not doing it. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> I, I so I started playing it again after I beat the first one, yeah. the remake, the remaster, the new version, the, the, yeah, the updated version, the remake remaster. <laughs> yeah, the re the remaster remake, and um, I started playing it, and the only thing that holds that game together is is the gameplay. The gameplay in that game is is great. Like the like, especially if you play it on grounded mode, yeah. then you get pretty decent at it. It's really really fun gameplay, but um. Uh, the story i just skipped through all the cutscenes. i don't even want to watch the story i don't it's care so long. i don't care yeah yep yeah i know a lot of people like the gameplay i'm not like i'm not super fond of it i am so i'm i i beat uh the campaign for hogwarts legacy uh the story in that is trash um, it, I wasn't expecting a whole lot. By the end, I was cut. I was skipping through like dialogue. I was like, "I guys, can we just? I want to just get through this. Um, combat's pretty fun. That's a conversation for another time. But uh, now my goal is to play through part one and part two. Uh, I just have to buy part one, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do streams because I think I can probably beat part one in about 
two or three streams and then spend a little more time with part two, uh, mostly so that I can build up a very strong argument for why it's not good. So so that when the people come and they're like, but my themes, because that's what people talk about all the time with Last of Us 2. They're like, yeah, but the theme of this. I was like, but it's stupid. The story's contrived. Joel is is like completely changed to make a massive mistake at the beginning that sets the whole thing in motion. Uh, it's like there's no way, like there's no way that like these women who are pregnant would ever be allowed near combat zones when the world mm-hmm. is like, you know, there aren't that many people left. Like there's all of this stuff that's like in there that you're like, do y'all not understand how these logical things they they just don't make sense? It's just it. It's so weird that that this stuff would be the case, and that I, that's why I need to go back through it because I still I only have vague memories of certain things that happen in it, and then some of the major points in it that are just not that are not great. My vague memory of the story is that it goes on forever, like it is just it continues and continues <laughs> yeah. and continues. It's like it's like Return of the King. Yeah, I, but the but oh, but the the cut ins of the the continuation of the endings are not good yeah <laughs> and then like the whole thing where you're playing is uh and i know we're supposed to be talking about episode seven but i can't help myself um <laughs> I, the whole thing where like you start playing as um um abby and you're now fighting ellie and you're like yeah. but i don't want to beat ellie yeah. <laughs> can I can I tell you a secret? I totally let Ellie kill me multiple times because Abby's deaths in that are amazing. <laughs> when when you die, when Ellie gets to there's like four or five different ways Ellie can kill you, and they are they feel so cathartic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I don't know, man. Like I, it was one of those things that it took me a while after beating The Last of Us two to get there. Um. Something was, like, off about it from the beginning, mm-hmm. but I couldn't quite tell you what. And that just happens sometimes. I think sometimes, and this this is something I think should happen more often in, in these kind of conversations, is that you actually listen to the arguments people are making, and you spend some time, like, chewing on it, and you go, oh, yeah, that was pretty dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the game's pretty emotionally manipulative, um, though I'll admit the dog... I, I was okay with... S- because I, I had never, from what I know, I'd never really seen it before. But I did like, on on a small level in The Last of Us 2, that they were trying to go for this idea that this other group is just another group trying to survive. It's pretty typical. I mean, it's nothing, like, extraordinary. But one of the things I did like is that, and I know it's emotionally manipulative, but, like, you're you're playing with the dogs and then it's the same dogs that you're, like, slaughtering at other points yep. during the game. I was like, okay, like, I see what you're doing here. Um, but it's, you know, it's stuff like that. It's stuff where, like, people were, like, praising it because you'd hear someone, like, call out, like, oh, no, she killed Kevin. But, like, you kill yep. Kevin, like, 30 times, and you're like, oh. <laughs> all right, too much. <laughs> like, calm down. And they, it's it's that that stuff never went as far it's just like, ooh, isn't it like kind of edgy the way that he cries out for like someone? But it's like, yeah, but it's kind of the same thing over and over again. And after a while, it's it it loses that luster. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, I'm just wasn't wasn't so into it. But that again is another another topic. So um, <laughs> we are uh, 
yeah, we get this flashback of Ellie, and it's her and um, uh, Captain Kwong. Captain Kwong. <laughs> it's fine. That's it's not funny. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Um, you had some notes about this, right? I uh, yeah, because it was at the very time. So yeah. in this scene, in this scene, as we're watching it, Ellie has gotten in trouble for putting some girl in the infirmary for punching her and she's you find out she's already been put in the hole three times right as a 13 year old ish so she's obviously a troublemaker so this guy goes on this rant about how she's so smart and she could do this and that fedra is the only thing holding everything together and she has the opportunity she could be an officer and actually live like a decent life and and all of this and so my note was do you think he actually bought his bs that he was feeding her about Fedra and being the only thing holding it all together. Or do you, or do you think he, he's actually like a secret scumbag (laughs) like Um, the rest of Fedra? I'm going to say just because of based on what we have that he does believe it. He's, he looks like, like I, I, it's almost like they were going for a pencil pusher thing with this guy. Yeah. Where he's like, stay in line and look, you can be like me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the reason I say that is because Riley is the opposition to this. Yeah, uh, because she gives the uh, because Ellie does believe a lot of, of this, and it's actually one of the things that I appreciated about this episode is that you get to see the difference between Ellie and Riley in this, and that they are yeah. now essentially on different sides of this con this this conflict, um, and that maybe each side has decent points that they're making the problem is is that fedra is slinging people up and killing uh what a lot of people are saying are innocent people uh, and right. then the, the fireflies are terrorists yep um and that they are potentially also killing innocent people uh indiscriminately and so i i i appreciate that i think that is it's solid i don't i don't have any issue with that i think it's something that you do kind of get in the game as well, where it's like no one is exactly correct in their thinking. Everyone is just trying to survive in their own way. It, so a couple of thing. One of the things that he said was that if there was no Fedra, the the QZ would starve and start killing themselves within days. And I think that's an interesting juxtaposition to kind of how things were happening in Kansas City. Uh-huh. Now, don't get me wrong. Like they they painted that Fedra as being like exceptionally bad. Yeah. yeah. But the but when they were gone, their leaders just started doing this. It's basically like Fedra was just replaced by the civilians doing the same thing Fedra was doing. Uh huh. And it's it's unfortunately it's something I don't think that in the show they hit on hard enough that it was it was basically one totalitarian government being taken over by another. Yep. They both were doing awful things. Um, and in the game, there's some notes um, that come up that explain that the government that took over was even worse. And they, I think it was in one of the behind-the-scenes things that they were trying to explain that for the show, but it just didn't come across quite like that. Right. Uh, and unfortunately, I, I, I tend to fall on the side of it that the, the people who took over were just a little too incompetent um, because their leader ultimately, and I get what they were kind of doing for the story um, and that, you know, they were trying to do this whole thing where it's like uh, your revenge. Oh God. Themes, this theme, listen to this theme because this, this should be sound familiar to you Um, (laughs) that revenge 
uh, ultimately can destroy everything that you've tried to build up in your life. Sound familiar? It it actually sounds uh, kind of familiar to me. Like I've like I've played that. <laughs> played a, a forty hour game <laughs> dealing with that. Um, yeah. So I I'm still not a big fan of that. I I just ah oh man. Anyway, um, yeah. I think that this episode does a pretty good job doing that. And this is the kind of stuff that in the show it's the things that I like the. I was always fine with the idea that they were going to try to do some world building uh, that took stuff from notes, took stuff from little bits of things that we actually got to see, especially in the first game, and broaden them. Uh, I think my biggest criticism is usually that I just don't typically like the way they tried to broaden some of that stuff. Mm It doesn't always make sense for the world that I assumed in the game that they were living in and what I see from the game and how like violent it is uh, and how uh, miserable it can be for people. Whereas in this, it's sort of like some of these people... And I guess for like uh, Lieutenant Kwong, I'm okay with there being some people in the world that it's like they're kind of just going through their day-to-day life. Um, and he, I th- can't remember if it's him or Riley that makes this point. Uh, actually, it might be Riley where she's like, you'll in you'll in oh no maybe it's him where he's like you could end up on like watch duty or whatever they called it and you'll just get drunk one day and fall off the wall or you know this terrible thing will happen to you or this terrible thing will happen to you um so it's cool that they have some of that and so you kind of get to see some of fedra uh from that perspective which isn't something you really get to see in the first game they are just sort of like totalitarian military dictatorish type people there's not there's not a lot of depth to them and so getting to see a little bit more of that i i don't really mind uh in this so with with the occasional junkie on the side who's buying pills from yeah, the yeah. Uh, the local smuggler yeah and that stuff makes a lot of sense that in this world that is someone in that in one of those positions would try to take advantage of his position um he, and, he, you know he, he might have been the guy who uh, took his pills, got drunk, and fell off the the side of the wall. No, who knows? He's not though, because he's the guy that. Uh, no, no, no. no. I, it, oh, <laughs> it, it was the the thing that Captain Kwong said was one of the oh. things that you'd get drunk and fall off a wall. Well, <laughs> that guy, you know, that, yeah, that guy up there, kind of did. It, honestly, dude, it kind of would have been almost more poignant if she had come across like a Fedra agent who had done that, and it wasn't just like yeah. a random dude. I mean, I, it still works, but it could have been interesting where it's like, oh, dang, like Kwong was right about that that's like Mm -hmm. and and that gives ellie this idea because and they don't i'm pretty sure in the game uh for the in in the dlc this is a this i might just be misremembering this but i think ellie basically decides not to go back after what happened to riley right i think you're right i don't she 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 can't go back because they would see the the, I mean, I don't know if we're jumping too far, but they would see the bite on her arm, right? You well, know, yeah, or she yeah, would yeah. she would get checked at some point. So I, I don't think in the DLC she goes back, but I don't know how quickly she joins up with, with Marlene. Marlene. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd have to uh, again. I, I'd have to go back and play the DLC. And uh, to be honest, the Left Behind DLC it was like super praised at the time. Um, it, I always thought it was just kind of fine. Right. I was like, I, 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 I like the story well enough, and I, I like um, the relationship with her and Riley in the game. Um, I like Riley in this. 
Um, uh, yeah, I thought Storm Reed did a did a really good job. Um, as a matter of fact, as you're about to see her for the first time, I <laughs> she's not. I th- I had written on my notes that she looked like she was like a spitting image of the game character. Um, it's and, quite, and it's not, quite close. Yeah, it, and then I I kind of saw some clips from the game today and realized it's it's not quite there, but yeah. she did a really good job portraying that character. Um, and I, I just that. She was not. She's not a problem. She held up really well to Bella Ramsey's acting abilities. You know. So yeah. I see. I, so here's the thing: is Bella Ramsey like bothers me, <clears throat> just as an and as an actress. Like, there's just something that I'm not into seeing her on screen. Yeah. I, I just I don't find her endearing, or like likable. I definitely don't find role? find her likable, and it, Ellie was likable in yeah, the game. Yeah, um, I think, in my opinion, Ellie in the show, her big problem is her language, right? Because oh, I just dude. I think her language is a detriment to her character, um, and she kind of loses the nuance of the character and just seems to come across as really crass. And um, there's there's a part in here when they climb out of here where it's like just over and over and over right. again. And I, I was like, who wrote that? Like, who wrote this? Uh, there's there's a, uh, apart from that Blood Origin, that Witcher... Uh, uh, Blood and Wine? No, no, not Blood and Wine. It's... Uh, oh, the, oh, the TV show. The, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the quote-unquote prequel uh, that I pulled up when we were reviewing it a while back, mm-hmm. where the 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 dwarf or someone in it is just like what the fuck the fuck fu-? like just over and over again and I was like what who wrote this dialogue right there are moments where Ellie feels like that to me it's it's what? it's almost like one for one where you're like I, I understand that you're kind of this like like you know kid of the system and you know you you didn't grow up in the best way but it just goes too far sometimes. <laughs> yeah. What well, it was the dwarf in the blood the blood origin thing at least supposed to be Scottish? Uh I don't remember. I don't even think it was the dwarf. I think she went to an elf community and the elves were just going crazy and I was just okay, like, I don't dumb. know why you're you're talking like it was just really it was really bad dialogue. Yeah, that's um, dumb. So yeah, they they sneak out of uh her dorm i guess for a lack of a uh, a better way of talking about it and you know they go through this thing they find uh, a dead body and steal the alcohol from him um did you have a note about the bottle so uh, i i wrote as i was watching this i wrote haha dead body jump scare Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it just miraculously oh, it like decided yeah. that was the part of the floor it wanted to fall yeah, through. I, can actually, I think I can actually show this. Let me. So it's like, boop. yeah, <laughs> just very weird. Yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. I, yeah, I. It's I guess you know you can be like oh suspension of disbelief, but it's like that was a very convenient moment for that to fall through right. the floor. Um, but yeah, so they, in the, in a second, when they get to their next part, they drink out of that bottle. Yeah. 
right? And yes, obviously they saw the guy had pills right there, which lo and behold looked exactly like a baggie he may or may not have bought from Joel. Um, <laughs> oh, that's all right. Yeah, that's clever. So they they drink out of this bottle. They're having to make the assumption at this point, because all they do is sniff it like they're both bourbon alcohol connoisseurs, <laughs> that there was nothing wrong with this this alcohol. Yeah. That could have been that could have been what killed him. It, it could have been there could have been cordyceps <laughs> in the bottle. Right. We don't I mean <laughs> I guess they're it just had like its yeah. on, but yeah. Yeah, let's let's just drink this stuff. I if, mean if that was... could have been methyl instead of ethyl and they both went blind like <laughs> like it, it could he could have been infected with the cordyceps, decided to go out with pills and alcohol, and there was infection in the bottle from him, and Riley right. Riley would have uh, ended it right there. But I'm okay with it for just you know the whole thing. Um, I, I I believe in the so in the game there's a a character that the two of them reference I can't remember his name but he's a Fedra an older Fedra soldier who uh, they befriend okay and and so they get to the mall and there's an old Fedra area and he had died recently or something right I don't remember exactly what happened to him um, but they get the bottle from him so you know in the game it's safe. Yeah, this just felt kind of careless, but you know, uh, I guess. agreed. Sus- <laughs> suspension of disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just we'll chalk it up to that. <laughs> we could spend forever talking about this bottle of alcohol. Uh, so this is yeah, this is the part where um she finds out that Riley's in the Fireflies. Yep. Um, and she gets the story again. This is all pretty much from the game. Yep. Um, just done a little differently, right? Because don't you basically start out? Do they are they running across across rooftops at the beginning of that DLC? I honestly don't remember. Um, I can't. I don't. Re- so I definitely don't remember any part of the Fedra school. Okay. Um, I, and I don't remember if Riley wakes her up and they leave from the school. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like they were already almost to where they were going, possibly, but I I don't remember. Uh. So she tells her she's got the surprise, and they end up going to the mall. She sneaks in. Um, now, one of the things that I had thought about with this, uh, there's a lot of neon lights in this episode. Um, yeah. And I realized that the saturation on my PC monitor might be a little high because every time they were in an area like this, it looked like they had lipstick on. <laughs> and that I was looking fun. at another one of my monitors because um, I record, I watch on one and record on a different one. And yep. I was looking at that monitor, and I was like, well, it doesn't look as saturated there. Yep. Uh, so I always have to watch out for that, because sometimes I'm like, oh, man, who who did the color correction on this? And I realized, I, oh, I need to I need to change my monitor settings a little bit. Um, <laughs> it happens. But... So this was this was the point in the in the episode where I, I started realizing I've, I've actually been really impressed with the music um in the show overall like i felt like they've not only done a good job putting pop culture songs and songs like real songs into things but but the dude that plays the guitar for a lot of the stuff um gustavo santaola yeah i think is he has they've just done a great job of using his guitar playing as filler in the show and it just seems to like really kind of fit in with everything and uh, just, I just I had written down you know I, there was it was like right here they were playing he was playing the guitar or something and uh, it just it was it was good it just felt good yeah. I liked it. Do you buy this whole no one can see anything going on in the mall thing? No, 
look at the atrium, man. That thing looks like it's going to shoot straight up into the clouds, and the clouds are going to turn neon pink. That's exactly what I was thinking. It is very neon pink. Every they the color palette in this episode specifically, they they were going hard uh, on some of this. It's really funny because on I've got YouTube pulled up on one screen, and then I've got you know the your screen pulled up on the other that you're sharing yeah and the color difference between the two is crazy <laughs> like the, on my screen this big g-sync 32 inch monitor you know like yeah. high oh like the the kind of probably similar to what you're happening with your saturation mine's like super saturated and then your screen sharing is not doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you lo- you lose a little bit of that in um like transfer so did you also notice when they were going down the escalator um the song that was playing do you remember? Uh, is it Take On Me? Yep. Do yeah. you and, and so 80 song. Uh-huh. Trouble. Remember the the code? If it was an 80s song. Oh, that... is that interesting? So okay, so that was the who same. Kno- who, okay. who knows if that mattered? She also had the cassette for that um for that band back at at the uh at the, at her dorm, but yeah. I, I just I, I saw as soon as I heard, I'm like, that's an '80s song. Okay, uh-huh. well, there's gonna be trouble. Yeah, and they have seemed to kind of throw little things like that in the show. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I always like in, in it. Well, in anything that they're they're the, the, uh, that stuff is cool. You know, I, uh, I the thing that always drives me crazy is when someone will talk about something that isn't very good. Right, and they're like, "But did you know about the Easter egg?" And you're just like, "No, I don't care." Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the Mortal Kombat two, the Mortal Kombat two poster that was in uh, Ellie's room back of the dorm. It's mm-hmm. like, eh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm she not, has I'm like not... a, she has like that's referenced earlier on in the show too because she has right. like an affinity for that because they it wasn't whatever the game was that was in the actual Last of Us game. They obviously it wasn't a real thing, and right. they didn't have a license, I guess, to put Mortal Kombat two in the the game uh, originally. So I thought it was a decent replacement. Um, and she talked about how I think that's one of those moments where she brings up Riley, right? Where she's like, "Oh, a friend of mine was obsessed with this, or was like right. really good at this game." And she was because they've had those little hints throughout the the show that uh, about Riley, essentially, um, this person that she knew before um, something happened to her. That was, that was actually an interesting thing in the game when they would reference her and say yeah. that she was good at that game or my friend loved that game. Because when you actually get to that part in the DLC and they play the game, the game's broken. Yeah. And so they don't actually get to play it. She they just narr- <laughs> she just narrates it for her. Yeah. Um, so, I- which is actually kind of a cool thing in the game. I actually like that part. Um, yeah. Anyway. So they go through all the shops. And honestly, I think this is where it come comes... I, I've been uh, sorry. This is what I'm trying to say. I've been going back and forth since the beginning of the show about whether the way Ellie is written isn't very good, or if it's Bella Ramsey's portrayal. And I, I mm-hmm. honestly, I'm like at that fifty-fifty at this point. Um, I think it's kind of both. Uh, they're like the escalator part where they're, you know, she she's telling her oh there's like four wonders of the mall or whatever that she's going to take her to and she's like oh is this escalator one of them she gets like oh like i don't know what it is it's maybe it's because bella ramsey's like 19 ish and she's trying to portray this kid and it just doesn't it comes off 
wrong to me. And I don't honestly, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know the best way to explain this. Um but her whole portrayal of being this younger person who hasn't seen a whole lot and is now being taken. So it's just been done better in other things. The sort of like fish out of water scenario. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree 100%. I think it's just both because she was like running up a thing and I was like, "Why do I find you so annoying?" <laughs> and and uh Riley was even kind of looking at her like you're being annoying right now. Yeah. And and, may, and maybe you could cuz this is the scene right here where she's they're looking at the Victoria's Secret. And then after Riley walks away, she fixes her hair and tries to like make herself look a little bit nicer in the uh uh-huh. in the mirror. So maybe she's acting awkward. Because, you know, she likes Riley. Yeah, because yeah. she likes Riley. And 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 if that's the case, fine. But it's one of those things where you can't tell. I can't tell if she's just being awkward or if she's like being a, a fake actor. Right. Like you uh-huh. can tell she's acting, you know, one of those things. So I don't know. And man, I don't know how old Ashley Johnson was when she did the voice acting for Ellie. Um, so I guess to some degree the only thing as if i can like kind of steel man for the show a little bit is that you do have a younger actress trying to take on a role that maybe she just doesn't have the chops for you know like her other her only other role was as uh uh lady mormont right and she looked like she was like 8 in that in yeah the, yeah and I guess- so ashley ashley johnson is currently 39 years old which means so that in was, 2013 yeah. she was she was 30. Yeah. But again, you're talking all it is is a voice put to CGI. Yeah. So you can make your voice sound what you want, but mm. you've got when you're acting it's a lot harder. And well, and there's certain things about inflection and I think there's a it's why you see with certain actors whether voice actors or not there's a certain maturity to the roles that they can bring and and she did a and I mean that in the sense that like she for whatever reason was able to embody even just with her voice like this character of Ellie yeah um and I I don't know I maybe it is that I'm just not into the way that they're portraying Ellie in this um and that maybe it's just because up to this point like Bella Ramsey really hasn't been that likable no um and so it's like I don't like this character enough to really like care about that which is really funny because i i was thinking about this too and i may i can't remember who i sent this to because i've been texting a couple people about this episode but i was like man it's too bad riley wasn't the one that was immune to the infection (laughs) (laughs) she's just a i don't know she's kind of a more interesting character as far as this is concerned and i think this whole thing is supposed to be a major moment for Ellie and I I guess it is. I don't I don't want to say it's not. I I don't it's very hard for me to put into words currently why all of the stuff with Bella Ramsey's version of Ellie just is not working. It right. it's 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 almost like all the pieces are there but the the heart if you will, which I know that's such a subjective like weird like woo-woo kind of thing to say but it's like it's almost like the the there's like this core element that is missing from her portrayal of ellie and i can't 
I don't know. I, I, I can't put my finger on it either, but I, I'm with you. I, I, I think she's probably a good actress, um, but I think she's trying too hard. Hmm, and I also, I also think that part of it's the way that she's written to just be this like angry, tough exterior person who like, again, there's no nuance to the character. The few times you've seen her get vulnerable, um, she ruins it with like a, a Marvel, you know, type thing where it's like, this is a vulnerable moment. Let's tell a stupid joke. <laughs> and that could be fine if that's her putting up a defense. Right. So she's like legitimately terrified. And they, I guess they kind of get that across in the previous episode because that's that whole conversation with Joel. Yeah. Where she's like, you're the person that I, I trust you. Like, I don't, like, I want, you know, like they have that, that like heart to heart or whatever. Um, that again was okay. You know, that's the one after Joel was like sobbing to, <laughs> to Tommy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. His video uh, game, Joel would have cried. Ah, uh, it was just, it was, I just thought it was overdone. But yeah, again, I'm, right. I'm again, I'm biased because I'm looking at it from the. I like Joel from the game, from yep. the first game. The menace. Uh huh. <laughs> um. So, I you know I there are moments where like I'm I I go up to kind of a neutral stance with uh, Bella Ramsey. Uh, there are moments that I'm like, okay, she's fine here. Like this, there's nothing wrong with the with her portrayal. It's just there are other moments where I'm like, I'm not really into this. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the carousel scene was good. Yeah. Actually, I thought, I thought them, that like, was drink, fine. Yeah, them drinking on it, trying to be teenagers or whatever. This is the kind of stuff that like is good. In, and again, I think would actually be a little more poignant if the show was a little darker, a little more brutal. Um. And a little more action. Just yeah, it had that heaviness to it. Uh and then so you have these moments where you're like, oh, here's a moment of these two teenagers um sitting on a carousel that, you know, one of them sneak snuck out of school essentially, and you know, they're drinking booze. Uh yep. it's cool. Like people can kind of relate to that. And I that's yep. that's that's great. You get get a moment like that. But it just I don't know. The show's been so kind of in the middle for me. It just everything the moments like this don't quite hit. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to do, put it. Do they not hit because of the missing action? It just seems like a lot more of this, uh, of this like kind of like slow, not character building. Cause there's nothing wrong with good character building, but right. like, this you know, is in more the, of a drama with, right. With and trimming of zombies. If you and, and you had, and you had the drama in in the game, but you also had yeah. these like scenes where you're killing like twenty guys and and like brutally murdering them yeah. in between that kind of stuff. So you had the action, but the, the that action it wasn't just like a regular first person shooter. Shoot them up didn't matter. There was you know there was danger to it. Yeah, and, com- and the combat in the first game in particular, and I get I guess you could argue in the second game, but more so for the first one. It was part of the storytelling, and we've talked. Right. We, ta- we talked about it a little bit. How they changed the whole like gun running thing. They changed the whole thing with the guy who betrays them and sells the guns to the fireflies. Yeah. Um, and I remember. I have honestly, it's it's just one of those things that's like seared into my brain. I remember the first time I choked a guy out in The Last of Us, and I oh, was I'm like, glad you, "I'm glad you finished that." <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Well, you know, jujitsu, that too. Um, but in The Last of Us, there's it was unlike anything I'd seen up to that. I mean, at that time, Naughty Dog was the team that made the Uncharted series, which are right. these very like pulpy Indiana Jones action adventure games where everyone just joked about Drake being a mass murderer because that's the way that the gameplay had to work. Um, yep. But you, and then you go to this, which is a much more grounded game. Um, you know, you're Joel, and you know, especially the first time you play it, you're like, I don't really know what's going on here. I know that there's like a girl involved, and um, you get into that those that first scenario, and then the first time, uh, you choke a dude, and like he's struggling, and he's like grabbing on. You're like, oh, I know what I'm getting into now. Yep. Um, I might argue that you don't get that from the show. No. I mean, now, we just we had to get to episode six to see our first choke out. Yeah, and I'll, I'll the stuff with um, Sarah is kind of on point. Like, you kind of have this idea of like, oh man, this game is gonna be pretty dark. Like, this is going places. Like, they're not holding back the fact. It's like, oh, his daughter, his young daughter, is dead. Right. Um. <clears throat> so you have that moment, but I just man, that that for whatever reason, that specific part of the game is the, the kind of that moment that I was like. Oh, okay. Like, he—he's not a good dude. Like, and they intentionally do this thing where, like, these people are struggling because you're, um, you're choking him to death. Right. Um, that was kind of that, and I, I just there are like moments of it in this. Um, the stuff with Henry and Sam, I think, is 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 pretty strong. Um, even some of the stuff with the infected in uh the episode in Kansas City in Kansas City, the second one. Um, well, I guess it's the same thing as Henry and Sam. So like they're that whole second episode that's with them. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of that element in there, but then a lot of the other stuff that we've gotten, it's like, it's kind of there, but, and, and maybe I'm like jaded from like Game of Thrones and seeing people's heads like pop yeah. like balloons and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm like desensitized a little <laughs> bit, but I, I, it's, it's something I've been bringing up to Joseph since we started these reviews where I'm like, one of the things that definitely seems off to me is the balance between the drama, the action, and the dark nature of the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have a scene like this where it's a quiet moment between the two of them and they're drinking on the carousel, it doesn't hit as hard because a lot of the other shows kind of like this. Yep. There's, li- there's a lot of this. Um, a lot of it was in the last episode where they're just kind of going around like we don't get much of anything happening or any like threat until the last like five minutes of uh, episode six there should not be an episode where there isn't some type of violent conflict it's uh, it's to some point right whether it's against humans or whether it's against the infected and and if you don't you don't have, and I guess every episode has kind of had something like that. But there should still be infected in in every episode, um, and and that's this world has seemed rather empty mm-hmm. to me as they've built this this world out in the TV show. Um, it didn't feel empty in the game. This it just feels like they've gone across half the country and haven't ran into anything. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Ha- that there's a big part of that in uh, the the previous episode where it's like they're walking through the wilderness and you're like, where is the danger? Yeah. Is it just this isolated out here? I mean, I guess, but those guys were saying that is like the people they run into were saying like, oh yeah, there's there's like death, the death river or whatever. Yeah, the river of death. And and it was like, 
so that was all just kind of like made up because of uh, the people in the town. And I'm like, so are they like actually dangerous? What's going on here? Because to be honest, I'm not sure I got that vibe from them in the game either. No. Um, no. And, you know, in the second game, they're just idiots. Uh, yep. Well, they're communists, so. Um, <laughs> are they, though? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> dude, I yeah, that was one of the things I, I said last week. I was like, please, someone give me a well thought out. Like, just write it in the comments. Like, wh- how are they actually communists? And no no one ever said anything. We got some guy that was, like, mad about something uh, and then was saying, like, oh, they don't have, um, like, an economic system or whatever because there's no money. And I was like, do you think that economics is just, like, fiat currency? He never responded. But I was yeah. like, it's like, you say that from the beginning. He's like, you understand that they were, like, bartering and trade, like, I was I was gonna say, does that you mean know, every barter barter and trade uh, civilization that's ever existed were communists? I don't think so. Yeah, it's like, did they not have economies? Like, I, it's so weird. Yeah, you just you get really dumb comments from people sometimes. Um, and I said to the guy, I was like, we're not above criticism, but we are above this criticism. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so they you know they go through the phone booth or the phone booth, the photo booth stuff, which was from the game. Um, we get more of this pink and purple uh, neon glow, uh, which I guess it works for this. I mean, this is basically what it was like in one of these things. Uh, in in 2003? Maybe in the <laughs> 90s. No, it's still, still kind of like this. Uh, I mean, when was the last time you've been to a mall in general? But uh, Good point. Um, <laughs> it looks like the mall from uh, Stranger Things is yeah. what it looks like. They, they're definitely places that that was the case true with the neon lights or whatever and like 2003 is not that far from the 90s you know there was always that like carryover stuff didn't die immediately the second the 90s was over yeah i Um, guess that's true the only thing and again this is more of a like i'm willing to go with the suspension of disbelief argument in this um you should be aware of this because you've been to the local retrocade that we have um in town yep um these most of these machines would not be working 20 years oh, after this. Oh God. And that was that. Was, so I have two criticisms for, for the rest of this episode. This, and one of them is the fact that every single one of those games looks like it's working. Oh, every yeah. single one, every 20, single years one later, 20 years after later, after probably not even being turned on for 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, at a minimum since and, the last Fedra agent was in there playing some, some video games, you yeah. know, like, yeah. They, and we just, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just saying they just they fail. <laughs> yeah, they fall they fall apart. The I mean they're all like CRT screens. Um arcade machines are pretty notorious for needing upkeep for a long period of time. Yep. Um, you'd think Neil Druckmann would know that. And you I would think. be dude, I would be all right. What would have been cool as just like a nod to that. And again, talking about like suspension of disbelief. If they had if Riley had been like Oh yeah, well she she's like I've been here because she I think she mentions to her um, before you find out that she's like posted there by the fireflies. Um, she's like, yeah, I've been here a few times. She's like, all the machines here aren't working, but there is one that's working and it's awesome. And then you yeah. get the whole thing with like the Mortal Kombat thing. So there's something kind of special to it. You're like, all right, I'm I'm okay with this machine still working. And even if like 
they're like doing the whole thing and then the machine like shuts off on them you know just like little de- little little things here and there where it's like well i guess that's the end of the end of that um cuz yeah they the the show seems to have forgotten in many cases that that we are 20 years into yep. the future of this outbreak and everything seems to work a little too easily <laughs> for everyone well, in this show i i know i should know this but how long is it in the game it's not 20 years. I think it's 10. That just makes so much more sense. Yeah, and then I think in the DLC for um, uh, left behind, the Left Behind DLC, I th- I think you had said this, but like I think a lot of the machines were broken. Like a lot of right. stuff wasn't working because again, it's supposed to be like worn down. Like people haven't been here for a really long time. There I don't was, think uh, anything was working. Yeah, they, there was like lights and some noises in there. She like got the lights to come on, but I don't think any of the games were working. Um, I you may be right about that. That's something that we'll we'll have to find out when I actually go back and stream uh, these games. Um. Anyway, you know the Mortal Kombat thing was fine. Um, I get what they were doing, and I actually think it's a it, again they're for what they're trying to do and going for this um, like friendship between the two of them, um, and Ellie being like terrible and having no idea. Uh, and then it's kind of a cool moment because Riley's like, "Well, yeah, I've actually played this game." It's like we all know that person um, who would say that because I'm usually that person. <laughs> He's like, yes, you are. <laughs> like, yeah, I've, I play, I've played this a few times. <laughs> to everybody else, don't play Street Fighter with this guy. <laughs> I'm not even that good. Not even whatever. I would. Oh man, I was always like middle of the road with that. There are some people out there that are so good at those games; it's frustrating. Um, but I, yeah, so I appreciate it. You've anyway. just zoom. You're zooming into my other nitpick. Oh, okay. All right, so there's a dude here in the wall, you know, little uh-huh. little fun, a little. He's kind of a fun guy. Yeah, just... and um, I couldn't help myself. So Riley's been there for however long she's been there. She's uh-huh. been playing video games. She's been making noise, turning lights on, blah blah blah. And tonight's the night this guy decides to wake up. It's a little convenient. You're right. Like it just was. Uh, I don't rem. I can't. I tr- I've been trying since I watched this to remember. Where did the infected come from in the DLC? And I want to say that they were, they were there. They were just like locked behind a door or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And and somehow something happened that they got through that door. Yeah. Uh, a big difference than just a single guy who's just waking in up one of the shops and then just so happens to wake up this right. very night. Yeah, yeah. I it it would have been better. I think if. Riley had just overlooked a spot in the mall because she is yep. she is like 15 16 something like that. Yep. Uh she's 16 because I think she said she was about to turn 17. Yep. Um yeah, and it, and that would make sense. A 16-year-old isn't exactly the most responsible even in the apocalypse. Uh it it would have been easy enough that there was a spot that she didn't clear. It would have been easy enough that the fireflies who had been posted there before didn't weren't aware of it. Right. Uh for one reason or another. Um, you know, stuff to gray. I mean, there's so many different ways you could go about it besides, oh, he just happened to be in one of the stores and is waking up tonight. Just because, too, because I don't, I don't know if there's ever been a reason given for why the infected just all of a sudden just, you know, it's it's like, oh, has he gestated enough on the wall? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't really understand. Well, that, 
they do talk about at one point how the cordyceps have like if you step on it over here they feel it over there yeah they could have done that right they could have they could have like not realized there was a little runner of it and step on it somewhere yeah and so he's like oh and and it wakes it wakes him up oh oh raiden i just heard raiden the lightning bolt you know time to wake up (laughs) she had just if she had just played reptile or something it wouldn't have been a big deal but yeah um i actually did like the nachos comment or the tacos comment (laughs) it's like i said there are times where it's kind of on point and i thought that ellie's comment where it was i think this is supposed to be the last wonder for her um and she's like wait is it tacos uh, okay, not tacos. Like she realized how stupid her her statement was. Uh, yeah. I just liked that. I thought that worked really well. Um, and then we get the origin for her uh, her joke book. Yep. Which feel how you will about that. I I didn't really care either way to be honest. Uh, so that also kind of tells me the answer about whether she goes back because she only has this book. She doesn't have the first one. Right. So um, so yeah, she definitely doesn't. I. I knew she didn't. I just couldn't remember in the game if there was something that happened that just made her decide she wasn't going back. Um, maybe she, she, I guess, maybe she sought out Marlene. They don't, obviously in this, they don't answer it. Like, Marlene just somehow now finds her. Um, right. And maybe we'll get, like, a flashback of that or something in the show at some point, but I don't know. At this point, I have no idea. That's what telling a video game, uh, a video game story in a television show should be about. Those type of things, things we didn't know from the video game. I love too that Riley just like brings her into the room with all the pipe bombs. Yeah, and And she's like, Ellie, Ellie, don't touch that. Yeah, it's like slightly (laughs) hidden under like a dirty rag. (laughs) Um, So, so she's been a part of the Fireflies now for a few weeks. Is that yeah, maybe a month. And, she, and they're already trusting her to make pipe bombs? Um the only reason I'm cool with it is because the fireflies have always come off desperate to me. Like we don't care that yeah. she's 16, you're joining us, you're going to be a part of us. Great, here you go. Um they've never like even in the game, they come across I was going to say stupid, and I feel like there's a better word for it than that. Flippant? Maybe, Maybe. Yeah, they're just not – they're not as organized as I think they want you to believe. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about the Fireflies. The fireflies. These, yeah, yeah, these two. Yeah, disorganized I think is is probably a good way um, of putting it. Even, you know, Marlene trusting Joel to come all the way – and. I guess she she couldn't have seen that Joel was going to build that relationship. Oh, I don't want to go too far into spoilers. Um, but – they're uh they get married no i'm just kidding <laughs> oh no <laughs> don't put that juju on the show <laughs> um yeah there's just some stuff that i always had the feeling that the fireflies were a little more amateur than they wanted people to believe that they were well uh, yeah i agree um cuz there's they constantly fail it's so many of the things that they do. Um, and I can't remember, because are they... Because they come over the radio in the second game, but are they there physically at all? Or is it just that radio communication that Abby gets with them towards the end of the game? Je- the troll room might know. I don't know if Jen is still here, but... Um, 
it was one of those things that's like very weird because they they've never been like I, the second game almost wants to portray them as being like much more organized and better than they are right but a lot of the actions that they take and the things that happens to them you're like maybe you guys weren't as good at what you're doing as you think that you are i don't know what what so was it, the question what was the question you just asked i can't remember what the if the fireflies played a bigger role in the second game or if it's just that radio communication that abby has with them towards the end it's just that it's i don't just think they that, were right the, yeah there there were former members of the fireflies that were part of the wlf but they they were the fireflies as themselves were not in that game so she gets that radio broadcast and you know wants to go there yeah. where where she believes they're going to be well we'll see when the third game comes out if she's dis- <laughs> that, did you see that <laughs> that face was perfect I need, I need, <laughs> I need, I need these faces. I'll give Bella Ramsey one. Bella Ramsey, one thing. She uh, has a lot of funny facial expressions. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh shoot! I'm, I'm, damn, that's the only problem is I got the subtitles right there. I'm gonna have to go back and find that part of the. Uh, I don't, I don't see the subtitle now. on the YouTube. It's oh, like it's, it's oh it's cut it's, off that's why yeah okay maybe I can still use this then all right we're, we'll try it anyway <laughs> uh all right so they have these like moments I didn't she she was okay so that they have this whole thing where they're like being um teenage girls and um um Ellie clearly has wanted to kiss Riley for a little bit which we can or we cannot discuss the nature of Neil Druckmann writing a story about two teenage girls finding their, uh, finding themselves. Yeah. Um, I, this could have, this episode, I think could have been much more in your face about this. Oh no. Yeah. I I didn't think it was done poorly at all. I, I think it was the correct amount of subtle, which mm-hmm. in a lot of ways was in uh, the uh, the opposite of the episode with uh, Bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where it was like, oh, okay. Now, obviously, these are like teenage girls, so it's it was the correct choice for him to, to go the direction of like they have a peck, basically, and then that's about it. Um, yeah. It's very, it's got that like, It was the correct choice. It was the correct choice to go in that direction. Um, and for it to be like kind of ripped away from Ellie uh, so quickly. So they go through this whole thing. This is like the last wonder, this uh, Halloween shop. Uh, they put on the masks and dance awkwardly for way too long. <laughs> I, just, I, I wasn't feeling this at all, man. <laughs> Fun story. That's I believe the it's not the same song that they dance to in the game. Okay. But it is the same song. It's just, in this one, it's Etta James covering the Sonny and Cher version. Oh, gotcha. And I could be wrong. It could both be Etta James in both, but I thought I, that's what I had heard today. Okay. Um, when I was going through some of my And stuff. that could be a rights thing. Right. It could be as simple as that, where they wanted to try to keep it similar, but 
It's well, they they blew easy. they blew all their budget on all those video games in the arcade. <laughs> That's true. That Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but this is this is right right out of the game. This this whole part, except I I don't I didn't think that they were in the Halloween store still. I thought they had gone to a different store. Uh, um, I don't. I, yeah, I don't remember either. But I I think the masks were a thing, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And you can keep the mask and wear it you know, for a little bit longer after you're done in the store. Yeah. One of the um, trophies was to make sure you put on all the masks. <laughs> uh, so then we get our, our teenage smooch and the infected comes out Riley who, and I'll, again, something else I'll give this show. Uh, nobody has aimbot on, you know, it's not, this isn't, Freaking Walking Dead, where everyone's just headshotting, yeah, hundred percent of the time. Um, she like bodies it a couple times, barely does anything. <clears throat> um, gets knocked over, and I'm guess is this where she gets bit, or is uh, it no, no, she gets bit when she tackles him. I think okay. yeah, she got knocked out right there. I yeah, it's sort of weird that it didn't keep going after her after that happened. Right, so here she is. Let me see if I can slow this down a little bit more. They don't even like <clears throat> try to like subtly show where they get bit. It's just like, oh look, I'm bit. Yeah. So she shoots him. They're running. She knocks that over. He hits her, knocks her down. Oh, maybe he's is. Ellie's right there too, right? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, going dude, he after crawls. Ellie. But this is the thing: is he crawls away from her in that moment to specifically go after Ellie? I guess you could say that. That I don't know how you would uh, how to argue exactly how it makes more sense to that he sh- that the infected would have gone for Riley right there rather than Ellie, uh, but it is what Ellie happened. Had- they they needed to show Ellie's anger issues right here though. Oh, I got you. <laughs> uh, I still the I I still really like the makeup and stuff in this. Think they do. I was just just about to say the makeup's still on point. Yeah, I mean this is good, man. I I know that there's a lot of stuff that people don't like about the show, but I mean at least as far as I'm concerned, the quality of a lot of the the stuff that's the dressings of the show um even um a lot of the lo- the the location scouting that was done for this so like where they you know where they decided to shoot different stuff um just works really well uh yeah so i does she get bit here <laughs> uh, again there Maybe when they're right there. Bare, yeah, maybe when they're bare. Like, she doesn't have a bite on her arm in that shot. In this shot? It could happen here. It's just weird, though, because you'd think that getting bit on the arm would be like. Because Riley's is subtle where it is on the hand. Mm-hmm. But, like, Ellie gets bit on the forearm. Like, that. <laughs> right but it just seems like this thing's wrestling with them the whole time and then here it comes and i i guess they're trying to go for that like reveal or whatever because they don't want to let everybody know that 
that they got bit. But like, she doesn't like Ellie doesn't even realize she got bit. Right, and there's still like, again, go, if right there, you don't even see a bite on her arm. Well, it's on. It's, isn't it on the inside? Or is it, no, it's on the outside. It's on like the top. I thought the top of her. She ha- it's where she's got that like that uh, fern tattoo or whatever in the, mm-hmm. in the sequel. Hang on, we can actually get to where the bites are <laughs> and figure this out. Okay, so no, no, it's on her forearm. That's it's yeah, it's like on the top side. Okay, she she would have felt that, man. Oh, for sure, you would definitely have felt it. And maybe you could, I guess you could argue adrenaline, but I don't know. Um, Riley got bit on the hand, and this is, I mean, practically the end of the episode. I I'll admit, I one of the things I thought that worked really. Oh, and this is where we get the flashbacks. You know, it's kind of giving you this. Like, Ellie is now thinking about, like, okay, she's already lost someone that she's close to. She doesn't want to lose someone that she's close to again. Oh, my God. Bella Ramsey's faces, dude. Yeah. I mean, she just <laughs> starts smashing everything. Well, Riley just knows she's going to die. Ellie lets her anger out. <laughs> Sorry. This is a serious moment. I'm just... <laughs> um, Yeah, but I still... I think it works really well when you're not um, doing it frame by frame. <laughs> Um, just the difference Basically. between the two of them. Yeah. I, I, her faces are pretty good. Yeah. I thought, uh, the, the actress who played Riley did really well in this. Um, and, uh, you know, she, Riley in a way without realizing it does save Ellie's life here. Because she says that that there are two options. They can either, you know, the the easy way, and it shows the the gun, right? Um, or option two, we just keep going. Uh, and this is basically, if I remember correctly, this is right out of the game. Yep. Um. They had to run from more infected, though. Uh, yeah. It wasn't just one. It so they, I think, one. they wound up on the roof or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's like which, which again. You're, you're right. This is the end of the episode. This is where it ends. We could still be seeing part of that story at some point. But I, honestly, though, I kind of doubt it. Only because, but I just would have. I don't know if I would have. I know they're trying to show like the difference between these two, but I think I would have just preferred it if they had ended it after, um, with like Riley and Ellie rather than Joel and Ellie. Um, or. At the very least, like Joel and Ellie's, this part of it didn't have to be quite as long as it was. Yeah. Um, but again, that's more of just for me. And like, I, I like the, it, it's kind of like um, the stuff that happens with uh, Henry and Sam, you know, in the game where it just like it cuts and then you move on to like that next thing. And it's, it's very like jarring. Um, I just like that. I've always, I always like those, those, it's like you can end on a really strong moment. And you don't have to really keep going. And if you want to show more of that, and it's episodic like this, you can just show some of that in the next episode, right? To wrap up some of those loose ends. But like you know, I, I, the payoff of it just ending uh, with Henry taking his life, um, would have been great. Uh, yep. But again, that's that's more personal preference, I think, than anything. Um, but that's pretty it. Pretty much it, man. Uh, she sews him up, 
And next episode is the encounter with David. Yep. Uh, who I'm I'm curious about that one. I I I know where they're going with it. Um. And I think it's going to be a lot less subtle than it was in the game. Oh, for sure. Like just because uh, there's now you can correct me because I honestly I can't quite remember, but there's like some subtlety around uh, some of the stuff that potentially was going to happen to Ellie. Uh in that and it wasn't just like physically hurting her you are correct but it was subtle right because there's people there's people who make that that part out of the the game to be like oh it was like very clear that that was the case of what of what was going to happen to her but like i'm not sure that was for for the long in the game for, for a while you actually you know that these people are not good people. Right. But you think David has her best intentions, like is looking out for her. Yeah. It's not until towards the end of the encounter that you kind of understand what his real intentions were. And so for a while it was very subtle. Um, so we'll see, but I don't think it's going to be that subtle. Men are bad. <laughs> two it, two more episodes, eight and nine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, man, they got they've got some ground to cover. They have a lot of ground to cover, and oh, dude, I bet I, I bet nine it, is going to be an hour and a half. It's definitely going to be longer, but thinking without throwing any spoilers out there. I just want to put this into your brain for you to think about over the next couple weeks, right? (laughs) Thinking about how much action they've taken out of the show that was in the game. How do they play that part out? Quickly would be my bet. Right? Like, it is not going to have the same... Whatever they do, it's just not going to have the same effect. Yeah, it's it's kind of where I'm at. It's going to be a fundamental change, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, well, so the, the plan is, so we're, we're taking next week off. Okay. Um, maybe I can't, I can't quite, I'm not quite sure. I have to work next Monday, like late, late. Mm -hmm. And I want at some point to do like a, uh, a bigger like panel and kind of see where everybody is at, at the end of it. Well, I mean, I know a few of the people that I, I want on the panel have, I've already kind of got an indication of how they feel about the show. Um, but I am really curious once the whole thing is done to like, to be able to have that kind of conversation. Um, but yeah, I don't, that's what I'm worried about, dude, is that the, that the show is really going to take like a fundamental change. I mean, they've already fundamentally changed Joel for sure. He is not the same character as he is in the game. He's just not, he's, he's way more emotional and he, you know, he's having these like anxiety attacks um, and that's the thing is that it would be great to be able to hear from someone who has has like no attachment to the games that likes this show. 
and kind of hear their thought process through it. Um, and I know it's not over yet, and it's not as if there's not things uh, to praise the show for. I always try to make sure that I do that with this one because it really isn't fair to the show to be just so down on every single aspect of it. I know that fundamentally, like, if the story's not catching you, you're probably going to be done in some way or another, or if you're a really big fan of the game and you don't like the changes that have been made, you're probably done at this point, or you're just not yeah. liking it at this point. Um, but it doesn't take away from the fact that there is a lot of stuff that can be praised about this, even right. if it's just from a uh, uh, the standpoint of like some of the creative decisions with the the world are interesting and. The, the like I've said before with like the makeup and uh, set designs and like the fact that there are these like teams that have made whether you like some of the locations or not have made these really incredible sets like the whole thing is it Jefferson no Jackson Jackson thank you Jefferson's yeah. in California um <clears throat> that was it's a real place but that whole thing was pretty much a set and then having right. like real animals, though I don't know if you saw some of the the stuff that came out about the last episode. They used a fake horse in a couple moments in that episode. Did, toward, did not see end. that. Yeah, no, it's that. when it's pointed out, it's very obvious. I might I might have to grab that at some point. I will give them the the set pieces a lot of credit, not just because of what you're you know you're saying specifically how well that they've done them, but how well a lot of them are taken directly from the game and put to life yeah right um eastern colorado university the university they went to that looked i mean it was almost like when they made the game they went to that college <laughs> and and like scanned it and put it into the game and uh -huh. then they did this they did the same thing for the show they went to the college and filmed it there yeah um, which was, it, it was just, a great touch for sure right and so like and it was in jackson again jackson has looks almost ex identical to the game yeah um, even though we weren't supposed to actually see it until the second game, but it's all good. You know, it's that, that part doesn't really bother me. Yeah. But I think the set pieces and, and, and that kind of stuff, they, they have done great. You're right. The makeup, uh, I will say, I, I, if you go back and listen to the first episode, right. Where I was, I was like, not really interested <laughs> in watching this, like based on what I was hearing you guys say from the first episode, and then I, I think it was around like the third or fourth episode I started watching it. I haven't I haven't been utterly disappointed. Right? I've it has been worth watching, in my opinion. Yeah. There are things I don't like about it, but I think that it's a combination of I have a special place in my heart for this game being like in my top probably three to five games of all time. And also a combination of I some of the changes that they're making just don't seem to tell a better story. Yeah. And, and I think that that, that bugs me, but other than that, it's completely watchable. If I'd never played the game, it probably would be, be fine. And I probably would still have some minor issues with it, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. It, it is a well, it, it is a well-made show with a medium story. Yeah, I, I'm kind of there. I I was thinking about it, and it's always so funny when uh, when people kind of find out that I do this regularly, um, or they're they're like, "Oh, you have a podcast," or "Oh, you do YouTube stuff," and I'm like, "Yeah," and then they're like, "Well, what do you think of this?" And it's something that I like hate, or in this instance, if people are like, "Well, what did you think of The Last of Us?" Honestly, my response to like 
normal people will probably be like, yeah, it was okay. You know, it was like, there was a lot of stuff I liked about it. There's stuff I didn't care for. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's that's kind of, I think, where I'm ultimately going to land on this. Though, we'll see with these last two episodes. Um, th- this show it, it, still has a chance to just completely implode. <laughs> oh, 100%. And I'm I'm scared of it. I'm, I'm, I'm scared because it has the opportunity to implode and also has the opportunity to finish strong. And, and, you know, maybe we're all, everybody, maybe we'll get lucky, right? Maybe we'll get lucky. And maybe they'll just bring, they'll, they'll bring it home and it'll be like, all right, you know, agree to disagree on areas, but they, they kept it somewhat the same. Yeah. I just, oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll make a change that's actually better. Yeah. Right. And, and, and not, not terrifyingly like oh my god they've ruined these characters but they make a change it is better and it leads to an alternate retelling of the second game that doesn't include some of the more dramatic things that happen in the beginning of the game i know people want that there's no way that it's not going to be almost beat for beat no i'm sure sorry the girl at the very beginning who Bella Ramsey gets into a fight with. Yeah. There's like a lot of people who were like, is that Abby? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you just know people have heard about Abby. Right. And they just don't know anything. about Her. Yeah. The funny thing is, is she could probably be Abby. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I, how are they going to, um, how are they going to make Abby yoked? Uh, whoever it is is gonna go hang out with Chris Hemsworth. They're just gonna grab um, some like cro- CrossFitter or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> Steroids I'm, and the carnivore diet. Yeah, I I'm really curious if they're gonna omit Abby's yokeness in the second part when it gets so, to like older Abby, not young Abby. Don't get me wrong, like, I didn't particularly care for that in yeah. the game, but she changes fundamentally as a character who can take care of herself if she's not that big. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, like unless, unless you're able to kind of explain she's great with guns, she's great, you know, with martial arts or something like that, There's maybe just... you, you could swing that, but she is literally just a tank. She is a tank. She's a match. Yeah, she, and it's just like, how, how? She would qualify for Mrs. Olympia. I mean, the amount of calorie intake that she would have to be having. Oh yeah. To get close to that, they try. If I remember correctly, I know we've talked so much about that second game during this. I most people don't care about his trash in it, but like I, I think they try to play it off in the story where it's like, oh, don't you see? Like people give her their burrito rations or whatever, and that's that's how she was able to get the caloric intake. I'm like, no way, dude. They don't give them to her. She takes them upon threat. <laughs> oh, here's Abby. You better give her an extra ration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to make her mad. You won't like her if she's hangry. Yeah. And I, I know they were they were trying to go for that um, that parallel of like her being unbelievably yoked and then like like being pole skinny uh, at the yeah. end. You know, when they've yeah. been like starving her or whatever. Yeah. But it was just one of those things. Like you could have done that without making her unrealistically big right like i i i know dudes who work out like a lot a lot and they don't look like that 
does. She was on the juice. <laughs> it's like where'd she get that? <laughs> she she found it at, at a Planet Fitness in the in the gym <laughs> that she was raiding. Nobody wanted that during the apocalypse, so it just like it was all sitting there, and she found fa- she found like a GMC one day yeah. that never it was like this full GMC. <laughs> yep. Got herself some Jocko fuel yeah. and uh, and loaded up on on the creatine. Well, Justin, thank you for joining me for this yeah, episode. It was fun. I if if you know if you, you wanted to, I would love to join for the final episode of the season. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'd I'd like to have a conversation with Joseph about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, it'd be interesting to get. I, I'm really curious what he's. I'm I'm trying to keep him sort of like motivated to a degree because I know the sh- I think the show's really um starting to grate on people a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I again, I, I'm I'm enjoying talking about it, even though I think honestly, there's a lot of people who just aren't interested in this show. But I think that there are, and I, you know, it blows my mind that there are people who I would never expect would be watching it or watching it as well. Yeah, it's uh, weird, right? Like it's kind of a maybe. I mean, there's not a lot on. Uh, that might have something to do with it. <laughs> Maybe, but there's other things on than this, uh, right? True. Like Nerdporeal reference Picard. I, I've yeah. actually been hearing great things about season three. Yeah, Star Trek fans um, really like it. And to <laughs> me, for me to watch it, does that mean I have to accept that season one and two exist? Yeah. Because I've heard that they're terrible. Yeah. So maybe they, you like, know, I, they like turn them into a robot. At the I think end that was of- a movie. Wasn't that a movie? Well, I think he becomes a Borg in something. It's a, I am not a Star Trek person, so please do not take this as. But in the no, in Picard, that he he turns into like they like turn him into an android or a robot or something. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So maybe maybe I'll watch that one day. But right now, yeah. it's uh, it, it's the Last of Us. That's that's what we're watching. I just I want some, going... some new stuff. Awesome. Going back through Rick, Rick and Morty again. Nice, yeah. Uh, I may finally actually play Atomic Heart. Uh, isn't it, it? Isn't it included in the Game Pass? It is. Yeah, I just have not. It's it's a massive download file. I think it was like eighty four gigs. Mm-hmm. And I that's why I had to. It's one of the reasons I finally just bit the bullet and got a uh, external hard drive because I was just running out of room. I too many like 4k videos from uh from work and uh, a bunch of other stuff and you, so you you mentioned it last week i checked it out it, it looks interesting yeah, I, it, it's cool there's some stuff that i've seen that it has a first person like parkour thing where mm-hmm. you're like climbing in first person and i'm like uh it's like why um but i may still check it out because the design and and it is pretty cool it, the combat looks it, decent and the the design of it's pretty cool too so just don't get canceled. What are they going to do? <laughs> I was telling Joseph oh. this the other day. I was like, if someone tried to like call up my boss and be like, do you know what David said on his <laughs> boss would feel like, go away. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> be that nice about it either. <laughs> wonder what my boss would do. <laughs> I'd probably hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and thank you for uh, for joining me. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have fun. you back on the uh, the season finale for sure. Sounds good. And uh, and talk about the final episode, which 
who knows how long it's going to be. I my guess, if I was going to make make a prediction, it's probably going to be an hour and a half to two hours long. You don't think that they've uh, released the running time of it yet? Uh, I don't know. No idea. Let me see. Let I don't see. usually look up stuff like that because it's like eh, I'll just be annoyed when I finally see it. <laughs> Weirdly short. What? By HBO standards, this Last of Us episode nine. Do you want to know the title? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Look for the light. Will be the shortest in oh, the series no. yet, with a runtime covering close to forty-six minutes. Look for the light could mean a lot of things. Oh my god! No. <laughs> Do you? Th- oh man, I just don't. I mean, every. I mean, I think Joseph even knows. Do you think they're gonna Ned Stark him? You mean and not I, even, not even like, not even wait to, to season two, and try to pull think, like a Ned Stark. I think, I think so, and then I think he will still be in season two. He'll be a ghost. We'll get. Nah, Joel, well, I get. Ghost oh man, no! If they're gonna, Ned they'll do flat. They'll, they'll do flashbacks, right? Because there's like there's a so, huge time jump. There's so much stuff from that second game they won't be able to do without him. Yeah, yeah, he has to come At back least, to some degree. Oh my god, 46 minutes. Oh gosh. Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Or, or or maybe maybe they lied to us all season and we won't get that. <laughs> maybe we don't get it. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to episode 132 of The Underground. Uh Joseph more than likely will be back next week. <laughs> joining me hopefully he'll be all moved in and his internet will be all up and running um but until then y'all take it easy <laughs>